Afrolit fam. Welcome back to another episode. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one is a special edition. This is dedicated to Sisiwa Kenya, 254, culture, everything. We have an amazing guest with the fam today. You may have seen her modeling, you know, you may have seen her little, you know, not even little, her rants her posts on mental illness and just the stigma against it you may have catch you may have caught her speaking on the grapevine on youtube we have none other miss jambi morgan hey karibu 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 (laughs) you may have recently seen her go viral on twitter with her amazing poetry slam um just showcasing how she can speak both kiswahili and kikuyu and english and reps brooklyn flatbush you already know (laughs) like this you are a woman of the world like how welcome to the show thank you thank you wow Uh, i'm feeling the love man listen (laughs) it has been a whirlwind you know so Bam, we actually planned to have this conversation a couple weeks ago. Yes. And, <laughs> and you know, since about Kenya, that time, that Nairobi traffic, it actually just follows us. Like, I'm we'll not you. even be in Nairobi, but we still have traffic. I'm telling you. <laughs> so we just decided to, let's postpone, let's keep, you know, we'll keep the conversation happening, but we'll make it at a later time and hmm. boom, this happens and this is merited. <laughs> For a conversation. So I want to, before we jump into, mm-hmm. obviously, the elephant in the room, <laughs> I want to go back because people may not know you've been at this game. Like, you've been mm-hmm. in these streets. You've been talking about who you are. And I want people, especially the Afrolit fam, to know more about you. So, Njambi, tell me. Tell me where you were raised mm-hmm. and um, how just your upbringing kind of flowed into you becoming like the entertainer, the sp- public speaker that you are. Mm. So my name is Jambi, as hey. everyone's heard. What's up, y'all? What it do, baby? <laughs> <laughs> what it do, baby? What it do, baby? Um, so I was born in London. Okay. Um, and I was raised in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. My mother is Kenyan, mm-hmm. but she lives in London. You know, everyone, right. British. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Brits are strong. So, <laughs> Colony so, vibes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I grew up in Nairobi. And I want to say shout out to Shosho and all like my family listening in Nairobi. Because mm. honestly, like you single-handedly gave me one of the best childhoods that I could ever, ever ask for. And I say that in the sense of, like, I grew up speaking Kikuyu. I grew up speaking Swahili. There was never a doubt in my mind that even though my father, who is Irish, was not around, you know, you're still whole. You're still a Kenyan. You're still Kikuyu. Mm. And, you know, it's it's like, no matter where you go, like, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? No matter where you go, it doesn't matter, you know? Um, so that was, that was super dope, brilliant. And then for middle school, I went to London. Okay. Um, which was cool. I don't mm. love London, you know? Um, and then after London, I moved to New York. Yeah. Uh, long story short, after the 9-11, like, the Twin Towers came down. Yeah. I found my father, and I was like, damn, like, he's out in America. Um, 
He might be in the Twin Towers. And low-key, high-key, what's up with the American dream? <laughs> you, you feel me? Like, I'm a child from Moranga. I'm trying I'm to see what's so up in America, done. you know? So I moved to New York for high school. Yeah. And I've been here ever since. Like, New York shows me love. Oh, wow. Brooklyn shows me love. I've yes. been Flatbush, Brooklyn for like 10 years. That's amazing. Yeah. So you moved alone, like, on your own merit. How old were you? Yeah, I was, what is this, high school? Yeah. So I was like 13. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I moved here when I was 13. Wow. And I said, you know what? I got to give this a shot. And um, Amazing. yeah. And so that plays into everything. So I moving from London to Nairobi to London to um, New York. Yeah. You know, obviously being biracial, mm -hmm. understanding like what it means to be a child of the universe and mm -hmm. the world, traveling and wandering by yourself, you mm -hmm. know. I was always unaccompanied minor, you know. Same. You, you, yes, you, uh, I understand this vibe. No, I'm going to let you finish because we're going to talk about all the similarities. Yes, no, we yeah, are. But shout out to Virgin Airlines um, unaccompanied So, because that was the best one. Anyway, you know, um, so that's what I write about. And yeah. I, I often felt like I was alone. And now that I'm so open and I speak about my experiences, even like just mentioning I'm unaccompanied minor. Right. And you're like, yeah. I didn't know there were others. I know they were, but, but you know, you feel like you're isolated and you feel like you're alone. Um, and then I'm just like, I'm dope. I speak all these languages. Why not share that with the world? You know, completely, so, yeah. completely. Yeah, and so has poetry been something that you always just clung to completely? Like you always knew that this was like your story and this is something you wanted to share? Yeah. Like why Why poetry out of all like artistry mediums? Not to say that you can't do them all. No, 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 of course. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to leave the singing to, to everybody who can sing. I can't sing, so, you know. But the poetry, I've always been a storyteller. Yeah. I think when you're born, you, you are born with everything okay. you need, yeah. right? So when you're younger, there are certain things that come natural to you. I remember mm -hmm. when the lights used to go out, Kenya Power. Hey. Like, this is a real <laughs> thing. Like, And we used to like tell stories yeah. in the dark. Mm -hmm. And like my stories were always so elaborate. Like It wasn't like a six-year-old. It was like right. a and 20... Then. Yeah, and then like a 40-year-old recalling things. You know, And in school, my teachers were always like, Jambi's got a gift. Like She's mm -hmm. writing a lot. Like She's mm -hmm. a writer. Mm -hmm. you know. And I was like, that kid who, if you were given a five-page like essay i'm coming with 20 pages wow. like that's it you know yeah and um my my sister and i we were so close growing up i used mm -hmm. to tell her like stories like every night we'd go into the navigator yeah and we'd like t it was like telling stories about like who knows what but to me and her that was our bond and that's what it really was it was like oh wow like if my little sister can remember these stories mm -hmm. maybe the entire world needs to hear this yeah. and then i was in theater I was a theater kid, mm -hmm. um, and I was in school with Lupita. Okay, she was way older than me, yeah. and she always got the main roles in the plays. Uh, Shout out to you, Lupita, <laughs> if you're listening. I hope right, you are. Right, um, right. But I was like below her, and I remember being like, "No, you know what? Even me, like even me, even me, even me." You know. Yeah. So and and that's just a testament to like everything that was around me, and also just like there's no other way to express myself. Like music and poetry go hand in hand for mm -hmm. me. And I was a big music person, big theater person. And so, yeah, they all came together. And then like in your 20s, when you start like 
really, really coming into who you are, mm-hmm. everything starts connecting. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything from when you were younger just connects. Completely. So, Completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when you were, you know, doing your theater and doing your artistry, like what made you be so proud of your culture? Because that's one thing mm-hmm. that I do really commend you for because Sisiwa <laughs> Kenya, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't really carry our culture yeah the way that other some other prominent nations do right you know yeah, and yeah, yeah. so yeah you know it, it would have been so easy for you being that you've lived in london and now in the mm-hmm. u.s to be like oh no 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 you know yes i'm kenyan but you know i'm actually irish like i'm part you know i'm part asian part this part that and it's like right. you can easily like negate that african side so but you embrace it so well like yeah. what what drives that fire Wow, so many things. Like, mm-hmm. I just I want to take it back to my show show. You mm. know, um, my my grandmother and my godmother Jerry, like they raised me two beautiful, brilliant Kikuyu women. Like they raised me solely speaking Kikuyu, mm. speaking Swahili, mm-hmm. and just seeing them navigate through this world mm-hmm. so effortlessly. I was like, you know what? Even me, like even me, like I'm proud. Yeah, to be from this heritage you know and also just like in school when we heard about like kikuyu and the history of like the mau mau and like the warrior you know what i'm saying like coming from that lineage yeah there's no way i can deny that you know and also just like i don't know i i love i love my country i love my people even though y'all show me mother out on (laughs) on kenyan twitter is wildin'. i still love y'all right um and then also just like there's no place that I'd rather be like, yeah. you know, growing up, you know, well, now it's cool. Like I'll go visit. That's, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. But you know, growing up, there was no place I would have been. I wouldn't trade my life for Kenya. Well, that's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's, I, and then also just like the love that my grandmother and my godmother showed me, you yeah. know, just like no matter what, even when we went on like Mathries or like Mathries mm-hmm. are like dollar vans yeah, for those of y'all. Yeah. My you know, you know? Mm-hmm. um, and people would always say like, "Oh, your nemo, oh, nemo, um, nemo hede." Mm. You know, you have an Indian child with you, and you know, <laughs> my godmother would always say yeah. like, "Listen, no matter what they say to you, remember your kikuyu." And right. I'm like, "All right, got it. Chin up." You know, like, yeah. And so that's how I moved through the world. You Amazing. know, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Shout out to Shosho for real. Shout out to all Shoshos. <laughs> Seriously. You know what's crazy? So it's interesting because I feel like we met through um, Roger. So shout yes. out to, you know, connoisseur, Kenyan connoisseur. Yes. And um, yeah, I just remember thinking like first thought, initial thought was like, wow, like, you know, like everybody can be Kenyan, I guess. I did not know you were Kenyan <laughs> when I first met you. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's funny because I feel like that's exactly what I get because my first name is from Ghana and I actually am half Ghanaian. I was going to talk so, about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so people never assume mm-hmm. or they assume that I speak tree and all of these other connotations that mm-hmm. come up from being from Ghana, but it's like in my heart and in my mind, because I grew up with my mom, I'm through and through Kenyan, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it's one of those situations where it's like, 
until you know you have to wear the Kenyan bracelet or like you know you have to like all flags waving you know you really like you have to I feel like Kenya is one of those places where it's like you have to prove it so much that you're Kenyan so it's like how did you go through that in school or even amongst your friends in Kenya like how do you or even now like with your Kenyan people here like do you feel like there's a extra level of Kenyanness that you have to bring to the table because of who you are Absolutely. Mm. And shout out to y'all. I love y'all. But it's always like, uh, we're over here, you're over there. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel. Um, until it's like, oh, wow, she really speaks Kikuyu. Like, she's not just kidding. Like, she speaks Kikuyu better than me. Mm. Then it's like, oh, let's, <laughs> let's investigate a little further. Yeah. Or, wow, like, she's speaking Swahili. Like, oh, wait, she knows about the food. Like, she's legit about it. Like, yeah. oh, this is not just, like, someone saying, yeah, 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 atamimimim Kenya. Yeah. You know, and so that that brings us closer together. But it's still always just like, hmm, I don't know. You know? The, right. You, you know? know? So, yeah, yeah. But for the most part, I'm, I'm embraced. Yeah. For the most part. You know, it was difficult being in school, though. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Because, um... The thing about being in Africa that I think that is different from being in America, as well, so many things, but right. in, in terms of context. yeah, in mm-hmm. terms of race, mm-hmm. there is um, you know there's black people, yeah, there's mixed race half caste people, yeah, right, and then there's white people, and then Asian da da da, right. So in Kenya, I was always mixed race. I was always half caste, like right. a pointy, which yeah. I hate, by the way. Right. Ooh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, nah. Point five. Put, put some my respect God. on my name. Like, I'm Kenyan and yo, Irish. Like, you know. I definitely said that, yo. Put yeah. your hand up if you said that, yo. Today we're coming clean. You know, no, we're not every, hiding. That's what we're I'm not saying. hiding. Let's but be real. Yeah. Like, I understand. I get it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and so when I came to America, <laughs> it was like, so London prepared me a little bit, but London is still like, oh yeah, you're mixed race, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. Cool. I came to New York public school. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everyone who went to New York public schools. Right. And um, it was, you are an African booty scratcher. Do you yeah, guys wait, wait. live in hats? No, yes, because now I'm coming and I'm saying I'm Kenyan. Ah. So there's, it doesn't matter. You can be mixed race, light skin, but you're also a booty scratcher. And now I'm sitting there like, but no, we're not. Like, I don't speak African. African's not a language. And then people are looking at me like, but you're also white. Why don't you just pass for white? And, right. you know, being in high school, I was like, wow, this is like, it, it really like was baffling. But I really was just like, I have to stay firm in who I am. Yeah. And the only thing I can remember and know very well yeah. and I'm proud of is being Kenyan. So I'm carrying that. You know, and so, yeah, high school was... Because, yeah. you know, now everyone's beguiling Afrobeat. Mm. Everyone loves us now. They did not love us 10 years ago. No, they did not. not. Whoever you were. Five. Listen, five, they, right. listen. It was still, like a fake. It was a fake. It was, a fa- it was like, a, oh, we like this song, but not you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And yeah. still, like, everyone's yeah. apparently Nigerian. No, there's other um, countries that Completely. are um, making That's music. a whole other podcast yes. episode. But, but yeah. yeah. So back to the main point, though, because, you know, we only have Saudi soul, but, you know. <laughs> I, I'm faithful. I, I'm, 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 I'm strong, and you know? Like, so <laughs> the funny thing is, though, earlier this year, there was a whole debate on the hashtag play Kenya music mm. which was started by Calligraph Jones because mm-hmm. he went to Nigeria and just found that all radio stations were playing Nigerian music mm. and like it was Nigerian songs that we hadn't really heard of outside of Nigeria oh. but like they really promote their people and so he went I believe it was on either NRG radio or like Capital FM mm. and was just like 
you guys are like the gatekeepers. Like if you don't play our music, like who else is going to play our music? Like we cannot have like Saudi Soul. Yeah, they're absolutely great, but like they get more prominence in yes. Europe and in America yes. than they do back home. And it's like, or they get equal love because it's they're shown so much love yes. abroad. Yes. So it's like it's not fair to that local up-and-coming artist who so like that whole hashtag kind of blew up right and i feel like it ties into this because it's like why and how would something that is so beautifully promoting like kenyan culture then be turned and perverted towards hate so before you even answer that Mm -hmm. i want you to kind of give the backstory of what that video actually is yes and like then we can explain what really went down Mm -hmm. so i am a spoken word artist yes um i perform all around the city Mm -hmm. um and at this particular performance i was actually modeling as well mm-hmm. at the Fluid Project. Shout out to the Fluid Project. Yes, I it is love the first gender-free store in the world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm definitely going to be a part of this. Um, and I was modeling for Dante. Shout out to Dante, House of Phantom. Um, and he had asked me to also perform. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I got this. And it was about something that's true to you. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I'm going to post the the full video clip because... I think it's 10 seconds, if I'm not mistaken, that is on Twitter right now going viral. So 10 seconds of a two-minute, like, entire poem about there is um, street harassment I'm talking about. I'm also talking about being myself in the face of um, other people making me uncomfortable, which is ironic because obviously I I was like, oh, well, you're the people (laughs) I'm talking about. Oops, (laughs) you know. Um, So... And that piece is not a piece that's new. I've performed that piece many times. Yeah. And it's been up in different like variations. Uh, variations. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. Wow. You know, but um this particular piece, I was wearing something that I guess people feel like was making me look like a waru, which <sighs> is a potato apparently, according to Kenyan Twitter. Right. Which I think is hilarious because it's just like, who are you? Right. Like one. First of all, Tumboya Tasca. Like <laughs> <laughs> let's be very very real also like people we... are showing up with like pictures of like a road and like or pictures of like a, a bird as their profile pic with like two followers Word, I'm like did you about... just make this up like who are you really it's the trolls you I'm know it's you. the trolls but yeah. like so I was like alright cool so I put it up and I got a lot of love from it in New York like people were like yo we're coming to your shows so New York I just want to shout y'all out because my New Yorkers, y'all show me love. Like, I feel so loved in these Brooklyn streets. But then it came to Kenyan Twitter and I was like, oh, word. Yeah. You know, so essentially, like, like back to the thing that you, um, Mm. back to the question. Mm -hmm. Essentially, it was a poem about me, like, speaking about still being, like, what my grandmother wanted me to be. You know, mm. she wants me to be Motumia wa Moranga, which is like woman from Moranga. No matter what happens, you have to hold your head high, you know. And so for me, I'm like, damn, all right. So I'm talking about empowerment right. and I'm speaking Kikuyu and I'm bigging up the 254 because I always do. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm getting, yep. you know. And um, 
Yeah, it was wild. It's we getting into it, but it was it was crazy. It was wild, and I mean the it's comments just... were just insane. You know what I mean? Like you can, I'll put the description. I mean, they'll put the link in the description so that you can see it for yourself, but also the link to the proper video. Yes, so that you can see it for yourself too, and kind of see the back because I feel like everything now on the internet needs context. Yes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So many things are taken outside of context and like even when I see, I saw so there was a lot of back and forth in the comments and we don't have to go too deep into that but what mm-hmm. I loved is that for every negative comment there were like five more positive comments. Right. And the beauty was that everyone was correcting when people were saying like oh you know where my name Kenya? Like where is she from? Like where what is she doing? It's like, yes, no, she is from Kenya and she does do this. Like she is, you know what I mean? And like really showcasing like and having your back. So I think that it's beautiful to see like how the internet really does like play to its demons, but Mm -hmm. also can like showcase like how amazing your work really is. So let's talk about a little bit more about the after effect, because I Mm -hmm. feel like we, you know, it went viral people were talking people were saying a lot of things kenya kenyan twitter is going crazy right still but in new york <laughs> still right but in new york right now like we don't know anything about it right and right so- which is also weird i'm like wow like i'm in two places at once like what <laughs> i woke up and i was like hold up no way but yeah, i was like nah literally so tell me about like now being picked up by another website and like you kind of giving out your PSA because you did write or you did say a whole PSA on like why you posted this or why this video is important to you hmm. and also like how dare anyone try to come for who you are, you mm-hmm. know? So what really in- reinforced you doing that? Because a lot of people would say like, no, nah, just be silent, let it blow over, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's so many things. First of all, I got to defend myself. I know I don't need to, and I don't need to explain myself, right? Right. But at the same time, I feel like this is a opportunity to educate people who are generally ignorant and don't, I believe in humanity. And I do believe that there are people who generally don't know, like, oh, wow, like I had no idea Mm -hmm. that she was Kenyan and Irish. So I'm like, all right, let me educate them. That's one. Two, there is a little girl out there or a teenage girl or maybe a woman in her 20s or her 30s who has felt this way and has not had the the like language, hasn't had the voice or the opportunity to be able to express this. So I'm like, I, I don't know where they are. I don't know many mixed race people outside of my family, yeah. but I know y'all are somewhere and I know it's hard. So if I have to be that person, I don't mind. This yeah. is part of my purpose. Like I am biracial and I am Kenyan and Irish and that's okay. That's so yeah, beautiful. I, and I felt that when I was doing the PSA, but also I wanted to like put my foot on their necks real quick <laughs> because like, yes, I do speak Swahili and I do speak Ikuyu and y'all going to get all this black girl magic, like right. whether you're ready or not, because it's like, I've been silent and I've been quiet and I've been holding space for a lot of people for a while. And it's like, all right, since y'all went ahead and did the work for me, here I am now. What's up world? Right. You know, like, because yeah. I've been chilling. I think also like another part as like being biracial and being mixed race in general, we hold space for a lot of other races, yeah. right? Because it's like, I understand what you're going through. I want to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. But then 
half the time it's not reciprocated towards us mm. and that's real too and also i'm tired of not speaking about it so. right do you feel <laughs> like there's um uh, and like you know not to bring it into like historical purposes but like i feel like in africa you know especially in south africa i'm sure you know the history yes. of like you know of course it was illegal to be mixed race mm-hmm. it was illegal to even have relationship between like someone who's not black and someone who is mm-hmm. so it's like in i feel like not that all countries have adopted this that type of quota but there's this level of like you're so separate you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you're not you're not black enough you're not white enough you're just kind of there and so do you feel like that's still in a way still being perpetuated you know and like because there's there's two arguments within this right there's Mm -hmm. one side that says like okay yeah you know one drop rule like you're black like you know you're just in that you're whatever right and then there's the other side where it's like why not just embrace like being biracial and being able to, mm-hmm. like you said, take space in both a white space and a black space and like fill that gap within that. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it's like to you when you're presented with both options, like what do you sort of sway towards and why do you choose? What do you choose? I mean, it's it's interesting because, again, being in America, right? Mm-hmm. It just. I feel like no matter, regardless what of what's going on, yeah. the one drop rule applies, right. right? So it's like, and my mama black. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, I came out of a black womb. So yeah. there's no way to deny that, right. you know? And also to furthermore, the second point that you were saying, when I enter white spaces, people know I'm not white. Like yeah, they can tell, you know what I mean? Exactly, so like that's, yeah. that's, that's a little bit like, all right, cool. I can't pass for white. Yeah. Like culturally, like, yes. Phenotypically, a lot of y'all maybe listen to this like, damn, well, she look white. Right. Phenotypically, yes, but like. Also, no. <laughs> no, because like, yeah, no, you know? Yeah. And so when I do step into spaces and I say to myself, you know what? I'm going to interact with some white folks. Yes, you know, they are looking at me like, mm, girl, right. you are black though. And it comes out in subtle ways. Mm, you know what I mean? So yeah. there's that part as well. And then, you know, in, in black spaces, for the most part, I feel comfortable and I'm good especially in Brooklyn, but then there's a whole other side where it's like my own country is like, nah, 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 which historically, like you said, I understand and I hold a lot of space for, but at the same time, it's 2019. Yeah. We are in a space where we're accepting a lot of different people. Right. It's, it's, it would be stupid to not accept biracial people, especially like someone who's really like rooting and like legitimately and adamantly about Kenya. Like, Facts. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm really about it. Like, yeah. it's not like I'm not out here. Like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's whatever. You know, not like, it's I'm not really being about thrown it. on you for you to embrace. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like, yeah. and like, you know, and I love that you do that because I feel like we give so much applause to the white guy that can speak Kiswahili or to the, you know, and like, no Talk shade to it. any Talk about of them. It. Talk but it's about like, it. <laughs> we allow, you know what I mean? Like, we really, like, Kenyans, like, what's up? Like, we really allow for some of these people who, like, like really hold no like they're just using it for clout yo like yeah if they didn't have clout for it they would definitely not rep kenya the way that they do and it's like we give them so much applause and award and we're like haha you're so funny or haha you're so great right you know when rather like embracing and promoting the person who's 
helping and like even just pushing the narrative out there you know what i mean like yeah. you got the flag in your bio you know what I, I got i know mad kenyans who don't have yeah. the flag in the bio yeah, i just yeah, yeah. put mine in the bio you know yes. what i mean like, okay shout out to you, you know yes what I, mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a there's a love-hate relationship you know what i mean and i, I feel like especially with this conversation like mm. i want to get to the bottom of mm. what you feel like it may be like do you think it's rooted in fear of just not being accepted or do you feel like it's just you know i mean again do you think it's self-hate like what do you think it really is it's so many different things i definitely think it is it is fear mm. um I, you know africa as an entire continent like so powerful right. so rich so strong and i understand like we don't have enough time to talk about history and like colonization and i that's right. another thing though i will let me bookmark that and come back to colonization i understand like that from a colonizer's perspective and from like as a kenyan mm. looking at me it's like well you know she's right. she's closer to the colonizer right. or you know what i mean right. or like right. so it may be like mm -mm, she's not we can't trust her which i get but it's still kind of fucked up. It is messed up. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I didn't choose to be this. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's one. But then also like, you know, fear of now things are going to come out for people. Like a lot of people mm. don't speak Kikuyu. Mm. And I remember growing up, let's talk about this. I remember being in middle school and kids were, cats were not speaking Kikuyu. Especially if you could speak the British English and you were speaking the Queen's English, you were not associating with being Kikuyu. That was a thing of being Shao. Mm. Like I remember that. You know what I mean? Of course. And I remember being like, but I love my language. And I remember I, anybody who knows me from from elementary school to middle school will tell you the same thing. I've always been that way. So there's also that fear of like, damn, now everything's aired out. People are gonna ask me, like, why don't you speak Kikuyu? Why aren't you speaking Swahili? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And how could she shame you? And like, you're gonna let this white girl speak Kikuyu, you know? Right. So there's that added pressure. Um, and then also just like, some people are not gonna accept that I'm Kenyan or black mm. because they just can't see past the skin color. Like, mm. which is really also quite sad. Yeah, that's But they, sad. They're, not gonna, they're not gonna do it. And I mean, I understand it. But I want to move away from it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there, because there's, and then there's the, there's the people who are specifically getting into in, interrelationship. Right. You know what I mean? So now we have a bunch of Kenyans dating white men, whatever the case may Let's be. Yeah. Talk about that just yeah, for we, one, we need hot, to, one, one hot, hot second. second. We need to talk about right. it because it ties into it, right? right? Because right. obviously my father. Mm -hmm. went ahead and had a child with a Kenyan woman, right? right? So this is a thing we know. Having a biracial child is not the end of racism. It's not going to bring... It's not, you know I what I mean? they don't think that. No, people do. People I are know. like, you know what? And it's both ways. It is. You know, and, and so that's one. And then there's also the fetish part of it, right? Nice. If I have a child with a white man or a white woman, my child will have a certain type of tex hair texture. Right. My, my child will be able, able to, to go in these spaces and not be judged. And, and not like, be judged. Feel more beautiful and be more beautiful. Right. right, which is real. That's real. But it's also still, again, the colonizer's mentality, right? right. So like, you, and then there's me here who is a biracial child telling all of y'all, P.S. another PSA, if you are raising a mixed race child, there needs to be extra, extra like love, attention, and just like understanding. Mm. Because you can't just like, oh, 
to take the child and like, yeah, she's going to be fine. No, you need to be on them and talking about like you race. Are, yeah, yeah, who you are, self-esteem. There's so many things that go into it. It's not just, oh, look at this mixed race child with the curly hair and the blue eyes. No. And then that's another thing, right? right. We were talking, we kind of touched base about that earlier. Mm -hmm. So I phenotypically do not look like what a biracial poster looks right. like I'm not a biracial poster child, right. right? So you may look at me and think, okay, Spanish, depending on what time of the month it is, because I do get a tan mm, in know. the summer. I'm real pasty <laughs> in the winter. You know what I mean? So depending on what's going on, I usually am Latina yeah. or I've I've gotten Korean. I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all stretching it. But yeah, I get Indian a lot, you know, okay. Yemenese, you know, and I'm just like, all right. I can see, you know, Warabuni, you know, that one. <laughs> they, they love me, though. They show love in the, in the delis. Yeah. Shout out to my ox, like, for real. I don't even want to do that to them, but, you know, y'all yeah, know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Like, they definitely got my back. Um, and it's just like... So I don't fit that. And I think also people, if they cannot like understand something, they try to destroy it or they try to put That's it into, a, you know what I mean? Mm. Or they try to put it into a context where mm. maybe this will be easier for me to dissect. Mm -hmm. If she's an Irish woman speaking Kikuyu as opposed to a Kikuyu woman speaking right. Kikuyu, yeah. maybe I can then put my mind around why I can't fathom what's going on, mm -hmm. you know? And, and that's dangerous. It's destructive, so, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's... um. There's a lot. There's a lot of things to be talked about, and I could go on for days. And I've been going on for days, and I'm gonna keep going. You know, <laughs> keep I going, think man. that this, keep going, this huh? is a spark of like such a larger conversation. Yeah, you know, I think that it's beautiful that you are so proud of who you are, and I, you know, I just wanna, you know, lastly, like if you could tell Jambi, like ten year old Jambi, like what, it, like what would you? tell her to prepare for, you know, moments that you've experienced probably, you know, offline that have <laughs> probably been much worse than this. Um, you know, what would you tell her just to, and any other mixed race person, you know, to like keep like the faith and also to just not lose hope in like being strong in their culture. Because I do feel like, you know, mm -hmm. it's important that, you know both sides. You know, whether it's mm -hmm. even, you know, your Irish side mm -hmm. and getting identified like, with that. Yeah, I wish I spoke Gaelic. I don't. You know yeah. what I mean? And that, no, for real. Like, I'd yeah. be fire if I spoke Gaelic. What? Kikuyu and yeah, Gaelic? Gaelic? What's up? What y'all saying so to me right now? <laughs> Trifecta. Like, you no, know what I you mean? You know, so definitely. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's beautiful when, because that's what really the world is about. You right. know what I mean? It's about like right, understanding right. both cultures, right. being immersed in those cultures, right. being able to like speak for one, speak up for one when mm -hmm. the other is being suppressed and being able to like utilize that power, you know, for right. good. And I think that's what we mistake privilege for. Like, I think that people look at your privilege and probably get offended that you're not using it to like, your most biggest advantage when in fact you're actually trying to help the person who's being oppressed by your privilege you know what i mean yeah. so it's like using knowing that you use your privilege in such a powerful way what would you tell 10 year old yumpy <sighs> so many things man um definitely would first of all tell her that no matter where you go in this world, um, you really, really have to, first of all, decide who you are. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you are allowed to also be multifaceted. You can be, you can be Jambi from 
Brixton, Jambi from Nairobi, Jambi from Flatbush. And all those things will be okay. You don't have to pick and choose and dissect one. And you don't have to spend all your days and energy explaining to people who are committed to not understanding you about like who you are or what you're doing. You just have to keep going. Mm. Um, I would also say that, you know, Definitely, definitely keep keep speaking Kikuyu. Keep, keep speaking Swahili. <laughs> Don't ever, ever lose those like or whatever. Actually, like if yeah. there's another mixed race child listening or there are mixed race parents listening, yeah. please, if you if you speak another language, whether it's Creole, Japanese, whatever it is, make sure your child learns that language. Mm. They learn it and they take it with them. It will come in handy one day. I promise you. Mm. You know, I and then, you know, take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. You know, um, no matter what's happening, like always remember like to love up on yourself, be kind. Cause at the end of the day, it's you. You know, yeah. when you lay your head in your pillow and you go to sleep at night, it's you, you know? Yeah. The outside world, yes, they're there or whatever, but everything starts within you. And also 10 year old Jambi, don't dim your light to make people comfortable. Ooh. That is it. Like, come on. Like, you know. Yes, we all need that one. We all need that one. Let it shine. Let it shine. You know. And when people make comments about you, that's cool. You got to keep going. And cry and cry and cry. I cry a lot. Let it out. You know what I mean? Like, so you can like let your body feel another another um, emotion. Yeah. You know. I want to really quickly talk about Nipsey Mm. because Nipsey for me exactly yeah Nipsey Mm -hmm. for me embodied so much more than just an artist and like everything that everyone's talking about. I, as a young East African girl, right, growing mm-hmm. up in Kenya and coming to America mm-hmm. and moving to the hood, you know, and I, I consider Flatbush was the hood when I moved there. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, it was the Gaza when I moved, right? Oh, <laughs> three, oh, three Flatbush was nothing to mess yeah. with. But when I saw Nipsey, I was like, wow, you can be East African royalty and you can also be hood royalty, right? Because there's this... And those, those two things for me, it, that's what I am. You yeah. know what I mean? And so that's another portion of it. Because another thing that happens when we come overseas is people like start getting this like elitism. Right. That's yep. another problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm chill. Like I'm real. This is what I'm about. Yeah. You know, and I'm very open about it in my Instagram. You know, people are always yes. like, why? And I'm like, because like, that's just who I am. But I know a lot of Kenyans who are like, Mm-mm, we don't associate mm-hmm. with those people because mm-hmm. we're doing this. And it's not just Kenyans. It's also like everyone. Just, it's everyone. It's everyone. And I'm also always just like, but we're all black. Like when we come here, but then that's a whole nother topic in itself which we can dissect another time. But speaking on that, I'm just like, yeah, man, like that for me was super important to see that and to understand that there are so many layers, even just being biracial, being Mm. Kenyan, moving to Flatbush and being Mm. taken in by that culture and realizing that even though like people will come at you, you're still royalty. I am royalty. Mm -hmm. You're royalty. Like, you know what I'm saying? And really thinking about it like that. It's like, oh. It's a mentality. It's a mentality. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just wanted to like really quickly do that. No, and I'm so glad that you said that because I I didn't actually address the Nipsey, you know, story Mm. on my page just because I didn't feel like I, I won't lie to you, I feel like I listened to him more in his passing than I did in his living, which is unfortunate for me. No, but still though. But at the same time, I love, Mm. like even, I think his name is um, Amine, Amine? Yes. Yeah, the rapper. He was like, thank you for making a little Habesha boy feel... Good, you know, yeah. like feel like he could rap. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like so many times we feel like there's certain mm-hmm. spaces that we can't go in because like, oh, yeah, we're too African enough. So it's like, maybe let me just stick to the Afrobeat and like not move in this other space. Right. When in fact, like you are needed in that other space so that you can unlock the doors of so many other, yeah. you know, and I love that we've appropriated, you know, that young East African girl, even though Drake was <laughs> not talking Drake. about us. But I know. It's, like, it's OK. Let's that's start another, that. That's another <laughs> one. There are a lot of East African African. countries that do not include Ethiopia Drake. Thank Uh, (laughs) you. But we love we love our Habesha women though. We do. We do. We do. But come on, there's also Djibouti. Like hello. Like, real talk right. <laughs> shout out to all east Af- and i mean all, all east african yes yes men women children mm-hmm. all of it and for last sure. but not least so what are you making me for dinner is it going to be mukimo is yeah. it going to be beans come like, i mean what are, what like, are we doing like, 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 like what's up <laughs> like what are you making me what can you make huh, uh, huh? oh yeah Since this you is, want this to come is for a the great you know <laughs> so it's actually funny my cousin's probably gonna listen to this shout out to you um, she lives in Brooklyn too and yes. we've been trying to perfect ugali for a while Stop. I'm not gonna put us on blast but woof ugali niraisi I know I know I know but I, I can know. make gideri though okay. so I, I got that and matoke I'm you know no, yes okay. no, matoke is easy for me I don't know ugali with the, with the water I don't know also cause it's scary cause it's hot you know what I mean? Ugali can burn you, yo. Do I have any? No, but like, it will, like, you could see people with gashes on their skin. Listen, like, when did that happen? That's when what I'm saying. That's, but no, I'm, I got this, though. But definitely Gideri, yeah. Matoke. Okay. Yeah? What do you, what do you guys do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hold you. I'm Actually, trying to perfect my chapati. That's where I'm really. So I'm a coast. My mom was raised in Mombasa. So okay. it's like, coast for me, Swahili food, like, that's always my favorite, especially when she cooks, like, samaki. <sighs> Na- oh, yes. like some coconut. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes. like her staple dish. So yeah. yeah, if I could get that, we gotta we gotta go back, right. man. When are you going back? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, <laughs> guys. We'll see. Maybe we'll both get right. a trip back. Hey guys, right. hey, do you want to see us in Nairobi? <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's been very, very real. Thank you so much. I'm gonna leave where anyone can find you but just list it out for us quickly are you on where are you based in twitter yeah. where can people find you well we know well, that now, we know well, twitter now, now that i'm viral <laughs> right those. she got a manager you know hit up her manager 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 link I, in bio yo, i i definitely I, I thought about it i thought about who was gonna be my manager she knows who she is no. uh, i was like you know what but um all jokes aside, uh, <laughs> you guys can reach me uh, Twitter, dear underscore Joms. That's N J A M S. So I felt like I was writing letters. You know, that's when I first joined it. Dear Jambi. Uh-huh. And then my Instagram is Jamba Juice. So it's N J A M B A underscore Juice. That was before Travis Scott said all the girls in the spot like Jamba Juice. I was way, way yeah. before. I was thinking of the German Juice. You know that song with Cynthia Morgan? Oh, girl wow. Was <laughs> yes, okay, yes. That one, that yes, but okay. I. Yeah, but yeah. that came after, yeah. But I wasn't even thinking of that. See? Oh. Yes, yes. So that is where you can find me. Also, you can find me across the city performing. I'm a spoken word artist. Yes. Where can we find your schedule? Is it in your 
I will put it in my bio now because Linktree is a thing. Yes. 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 Shout out to Linktree. I just, yo, yes, <laughs> I just found out about Linktree. Are you serious? I'm Linktree late, y'all. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. That's how you got like multiple, you know, we got like 20 things to do. We got YouTube, we got SoundCloud, Listen. we got Twitter, I'm ready. Facebook. I'm all ready. Of it. Yes. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for you having me. so much. This has been okay. another episode of AfroLit. Stay tuned for more. You can find me where all podcasts are available. It's been real. I've been your host, Echo PM. Bye. Boop, boop. <laughs>